The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN presents High School Basketball. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back to Amherst, everyone, for the championships of the 2022 Amherst Holiday Basketball Tournament. And this year, it features the host Broncos taking on York. Doug Duda with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Amherst, they're in good shape. For York, unfortunately, still Reese Hirschfeld on the sideline after an ACL injury. She has been out all year, and you still have Lauren Hagedone, one of the starters, with that big knee brace on the right side, but that doesn't seem to affect her. And that's our injury report, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. Now the starting lineup for the York Dukes. Number 10, 5-foot, five 5-inch five junior, Kirsten Portwine. Number 23, 5'7", senior, Lauren Hagedone. Number 30, 5'7", senior, Mia Burke. Number 32, 5'9", senior, Ryland Cast. And number 45, 5'5", senior, Josie Loosefeld. The head coach of the Dukes is Matt Kern, assisted by Molly Morandi, Matt Fike, and Justin Rodriguez. They are 6-1, and one, ranked 7th in Class B. For Amherst, it's number 2, 5'4", junior, Josie Tesmer. Number 5, 5'9", junior, Hannah Herrick. Number 11, 5'7", junior, Grace John. Number 21, 5'7", junior, Morgan Areta. And number 32, 5'9", senior, Aaron Murphy. The head coach is Brandon Rohr, assisted by Misty Maddox and Sage Osborne. Amherst ranks 7th in C2 with a record of 6-2. and two. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbo chargers or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and you have been listening to the hogemeyer hybrids pregame show contact terry and jason stark your hogemeyer hybrid seed dealer we are about ready to get our basketball game underway and the ball is in the air 
And the opening tip will be controlled here by the Amherst Lady Broncos at home. And we'll see what kind of a offense they can get going into here. They were the underdogs last year and uh, pushed this York team in the consolation game right down to the wire in a three-point loss. And York's defense will force a turnover here on the opening possession for Amherst. The Broncos wearing the home white and red trim, traveling dark blue and gold trim for the York Lady Dukes. And as usual, Amherst comes out and plays that 2-3 zone defense. Probably York didn't see a whole lot of this throughout the year. So they're going to take a look at it here. Obviously, with the scout yesterday, they figured this is what they'd be seeing. That's what Amherst plays almost every single ball game. Being patient here. Up top with it is going to be Kirsten Portwine. She tore it up yesterday for this York team, who's actually led by Chloe Cook off the bench. And a three-pointer is good by Mia Burke. So they take some time, set up Burke, and she knocks down the three-point bucket to give York the lead. Yesterday in the contest, 18 points for Kirsten Portwine led the way as the ball gets knocked away. Amherst will get it underneath their own hoop. Of course, Hannah Herrick leading the way here for the Amherst Lady Broncos. She'll lob it into Murphy, gives it back to Herrick, drives into the paint, looks for some room, switches hands, hits the deck, and still scores. Hannah Herrick with a lot of traffic in the way, found a way to put it up and in. Fast break the other way. Burke trying to beat him back and dribbles it off her leg out of bounds, and York will turn it over. The Aurora boys a winner today, 43-29 over Blair, so Aurora boys and girls were both winners. Carney High boys got beat by Lincoln Northstar. The Centura girls remain undefeated as they won the Fort Calhoun Holiday Tournament earlier today. At the end of three, the Northwest girls lead Crete 28-26. That might be a little old score. We'll see if we can get you an update on that one. Yeah, there it is. Final, Northwest wins at 42-37. Later today, Kearney girls are in the hack semifinals against Lincoln High. Long possession here for Amherst. Tesmer with it up top to Herrick. She'll take a way deep three and hit it. And if you can hit a couple of those... That brings that defense out even farther and will open things up for this Amherst offense. And Amherst takes the lead by a score of 5-3. to three. Two minutes gone here in the first quarter of play. Amherst got off to such a quick start yesterday, a 14-0 start against Kearney Catholic, where York and St. Cecilia, they actually scored some points. We expected another low-scoring game. It wasn't. In the paint, turnaround jumper Hagedorn, no good. Rebound brought down by Aaron Murphy off the Hagedorn miss to Herrick. Top of the circle, she's guarded by Mia Burke. Herrick nearly carried the basketball. Better be careful with that. Back up top, she'll go to Oreda, who actually led the team in scoring yesterday with 17 points against the man-to-man Herrick, and finally too much body by Mia Burke. And that'll be the first foul of the basketball game here on the York Lady Dukes. York's only loss coming in overtime to Adams Central, and remember, they were ahead in that game 14-9 at halftime. Adam Central's whole nine points were from the free throw line. They didn't get a field goal until 18 minutes into the game and then ended up Adam Central coming back to win the game in overtime. And Carney Amherst will throw it away here on the inbounds pass. Deflected away. Burke with some good defense there. For Amherst, their two losses are a two-pointer to Broken Bow. And then, of course, right before the break, they lost to state-rated Gothenburg. So two state-rated teams, both in C1 out of the Southwest Conference. Burke to the free-throw line. Jumper on the way by Cass. No good. Rebound gets tipped out, and Hannah Herrick will collect it. 
She'll bring it up the floor here all the way down the left side. Got a screen, and then she got fouled. I know Cass got her on the arm. Could have been somebody before that, too. But that is the foul. Ryland Cass with her first. And Hannah Herrick, who has the first five points, will go to the line and shoot two. That'll be the key, though. How much offensive production can they get without Herrick? And yesterday it was good enough to beat Carney Catholic as Herrick drops down the first free throw. St. Cecilia sweeping Carney Catholic earlier today, winning the girls' game 56-48 and taking the boys' game 51-41. Second free throw rattles around, no good. Ball out of bounds. Peyton Cast is in. She always switches with Murphy, went off her and out of bounds. And also checking into the ball game will be Saren Prickett. York using their rotations about the same. Laney Portwine, the younger of the Portwine gals, she checks in. And it will be Chloe Cook back in as well. Three in the corner for Portwine. That one's no good. Rebound brought down by Saren Prickett. But as they try to get up the floor, they'll walk with the basketball. Turnover Amherst. Still a few little things like that that this Bronco team has to get better at, especially against the larger schools, bigger teams, C1 and B. Portwine on the inbound, grabbed it and stumbled, and she's going to be called for the travel. So York with two turnovers. And now they'll slap on full court pressure. 2-2-1 press. Get it into Herrick, to Tesmer. Tesmer turns, bounce pass up the floor. Cole has checked in. She's got the ball. She turns into the double team, needs help, finds Herrick. Herrick, did she walk or did she get fouled? She got fouled. Boy, she switched hands. She was going to pass it to Cast, and the York defender slid in the way, so she just kind of kept going and flicked it up towards the rim and got the foul called on Lauren Hagedel. That'll be her first, and Herrick's free throw is on the way and in. 7-3 Amherst, all the points from Herrick, the All-State junior. Couple of dribbles on the way, and good. She's probably, and hopefully she stays healthy. That's always talked about. But if she does, she's going to probably break every Amherst record as a four-year starter. 8-3 Amherst now up by five. The Dukes try to lob it backside. The ball's tipped away by Cast and Herrick. Herrick tried to save it. It's still loose on the floor. Cast down to her knees, picks it up in the scrum, and saves it. So a steal made there. And it took a lot of work to get it done, but Amherst comes out of there with it. So a good start here for the Lady Broncos. Herrick on Loosefelt. Kicks it into the corner to Prickett. Prickett, couple of dribbles on the left wing. Stops and kicks it back out to Tesmer, who gives it to Herrick immediately. Is doubled. Hannah doesn't care. She's going to drive in, force the issue. Loosefelt blocked it off of her and out of bounds. It'll be York basketball. And Grace John will return to the lineup here for Coach Rohr and the Broncos. A three-pointer to start the game by Mia Burke, but now York's went three minutes and about three and a half without scoring. Trailing eight to three. And Chloe Cook, who did not score yesterday. They try to rotate her around off a couple of picks. Find her on the left wing. Fires the three. It's good. And it took a lot shorter amount of time to get her involved in the second three for York, and they've cut it to two, eight to six. Three and a half to go first quarter. Herrick up the floor. How much energy will she have to expand today? Lash and Cole. Skip pass over to Prickett. Back up top to John. Good defense here again by the Dukes to Herrick. Herrick squares up for three. Now uses a screen. Drives and passes. And we've got somebody with a reach-in foul and the mess in the middle there. We had about four Dukes and three Broncos. 
And the foul will be called on Cook. That'll be her first. Four fouls on York, none so far on Amherst. Inbounds pass comes to Cass, sets a screen to get it right back to Herrick, who drives and rotates it over to Prickett. A lot of looks, but no shots by anybody else right now. Herrick wants to reset it, starts to drive. Losh and Cole gets knocked down. Herrick stops and now needs some help. Right behind her is Grace John. Finally, she gets it to Grace. Now Grace drives a little runner from seven, comes up well short, and the rebound grabbed by Hagedone. And here comes York. They want to run. Cook on the outside. Going to go all the way down the middle. Ooh, might have walked. It didn't matter. She missed the shot. Hit the bottom of the backboard. And Herrick will grab her second rebound. Hannah up on the right side with a stutter dribble. Pulls up for three. It's good. Well, Herrick 11, York 6. 2.25 to go here in the first quarter of play. As they spread it out against this 2-3 zone again. Loosefeld over on the right wing. Go to the high post to cast. Cook top of the circle. Running a little high-low post action here, but not getting the ball inside. York staying outside. Loosefeld flashing into the paint, coming through is Burke. She's got it. She turns. She's fouled. Mia will go to the line and shoot two. First free throws of the game for York because it's the first foul of the game on Amherst. Goes against Peyton Cast. Burke hit a three to start the ball game. And her first free throw here is on the way and in. Checking your college football scoreboard. It is Maryland 16, North Carolina State 12 with six, five and a half to go in the ball game. A ton of field goals in that game. And UCLA and Pittsburgh are tied at 14, two minutes before halftime. Second free throw off the heel, no good. Offensive rebound, Chloe Cook. She's able to kick it out of the corner. Another chance here for York. 11-7, Amherst by four. Holding the ball between the circles is going to be Kirsten Portwine. Into Burke, back to Cast, out to Cook. Three-pointer, no good. Defensive rebound, no. It's going to be taken away by Portwine. Getting that one was Laney. Back out for another three, and that time it's good for Kirsten Portwine. So the offensive rebound leads to three more points here for York, and it's 11-10. York still doesn't have a two-point field goal. Boy, Tesmer is wide open at the other end, but they've got almost a triple team here on Hannah Herrick. And a foul is called, and Matt Kern is not happy at all. He's given Mr. Shukar an earful right there. Foul we called on Ryland Cass. That'll be her second. And the inbounds again. Murphy back to Herrick off the screen for three. They tried that earlier. This time it doesn't go. And the rebound brought down by Laney Portwine. Front court to cast. Back over to Portwine. Kirsten from way out there. It's no good. Follows her shot, though. Puts it up from eight. Bounces around. No good. Rebound comes down to Morgan Areta. Kirsten had her opportunity. Couldn't finish that time. 11 to 10 Amherst. The intensity picking up. 50 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Herrick has all the points. Guarded by Cook. Over to John. Grace, skip pass right side, Tesmer. Tesmer into the paint. Bounce pass to the baseline. There's a jumper by Oreda. Won't go. Rebound brought down by Burke, but at least somebody else shot the basketball. 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. Portwine, the sisters in the corner, playing catch. Now reverse it left side here to Cook. Trying to go to the baseline, and Cook overthrows Ryland Cast. 
out of bounds. Turnover number four in the basketball game. The Donovan Trumbull girls leading Lawrence Nelson at the half by a score of 24-15. That's out in the Hershey Holiday Tournament. Maywood Hay Center girls leading Cambridge at the half, 32-17. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Herrick trying to tightrope the sideline, gets around the double team. Now tries to get it to Areta. It's deflected back to her. Eight seconds to go in the quarter. Just throws it up top. Grace John went for it. The ball got knocked away. York's going to get a chance at a running three here at the horn, and it is no good. And that's the end of the first quarter in the girls' championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. And the Lady Broncos leading York by a score of 11-10 on ESPN and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, McKenzie, at 308-234-2222. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company securities and services offered through FBL and Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. First quarter's in the book here in the girls' championship game at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Amherst with the lead, all 11 points by Hannah Herrick in the 11-10 ball game, but nine of the 10 points for York are from three three-pointers. Kirsten Portwine, Cook, and Burke all have one. Four turnovers for York, three for Amherst. Three of six three-point shooting for York, two of three for Amherst. Those are all from Herrick. York will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. Rebound 6-5 in favor of the Dukes. So York gets a chance to take the lead back here. Skip pass over to Loosefeld. They hit the first three of the game. Down low to Hagedorn. On the right blocker, turnaround jumper is no good. And Aaron Murphy will pull down the rebound here for the Broncos. Game 7-8 of of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Herrick drives right side of the key, gives it off to Oreda. This man-to-man doesn't give them as many open looks as they had against the Stars zone yesterday. Oreda has just had one shot, now uses a screen, takes Hagedorn to the right block, looks for somebody, that somebody is Herrick. She forces her way into the point, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Hannah Herrick. First foul on Herrick, second foul on Amherst. That's more of a way to try and slow that down. She kind of, like a lot of good players do, use that offhand to gain some separation. So tried to... Ding one there so that maybe that will stop happening. Loosefelt with it. Had a big collision on a screen. You could hear the crowd over there. No call. They thought the York player ran right through Murphy. Portwine with it up top here for the Dukes against the 2-3 zone. Back out top. They'll go to Hagedorn. Surprised York hasn't tried harder to get a 2. Another 3 and it's good. For Kirsten Portwine, and York regains the lead by a score of 13-11. to 11. Minute and 20 gone here in the first, first moments of the second quarter. Grace John back out top to Areta, thinking about a long three. Hagedorn on her. Areta drives left side of the key, goes left, goes right, falls down, travel. 
Really didn't have anybody to get it to. Wanted to get a shot away. Again, needing to get some help for Herrick. Herrick could have a 30-point game and not win if nobody else is going to be able to get shots away. York's defense has been spectacular so far. Kirsten Portwine, again, everything kind of runs on the right side of the key here. Tries to drop it in the corner to Loosefeld. Right back to Burke to cast. Almost every offensive set's on the right side of the key here. That's highly unusual. Loosefeld skip pass, going for the steal. Oreda slapped it away, but Kirsten Portwine grabbed it. Our high school basketball is brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney. FlorangChiropractic.com and another three. Portwine was able to draw the double team and kick it into the corner to Mia Burke, and she hits her second three, and it's a five-point lead for York, 16-11. to 11, Five and a half to go in the second quarter. Oreda, she'll try and answer with the three. It's too strong. Rebound grabbed here by Kirsten Portwine. Fast break, Hagedorn. Hagedorn has it blocked in there by Herrick, and the ball's going to end up going out of bounds off of York. And we are going to get a timeout here by Amherst. That's a good timeout. They've got to find out a way to get some offense generated here. 5.19 to go in the first half of play. It is York 16, Amherst 11. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. As we come back to action, Herrick will break the press and then dish it off at the last moment to Peyton Cast, who's there for the layup, and that will be the first player besides Herrick to score here in the ballgame for Amherst, 16-13. Losh and Cole and Prickett are back in there, and Losh and Cole's going to get a foul with some aggressive defense out front. That'll be her first. So it's Losh and Cole, John, Herrick, Prickett, and Cast for York, both of the port wines, Cook, along with Burke and Cast. 16-13 York, 4.50 to go here, and another foul. Prickett getting tied up over there on a loose ball with Cook. And that'll be the first on Saren. Fourth team foul on Amherst. Five have been called here on York. And again, Coach Brandon Rohr wants to know what actually happened over there. From the far corner into Cook. Cook's going to dribble it from the left corner all the way out between the circles and gets it to Portwine, who's hit a couple of threes. Again, five of eight from three-point land. That's 15 to the 16 points here for York. It's been a different type of ball game. Four and a half to go in the first half. Cook uses a ball screen, has it tipped away by Herrick, or excuse me, by Prickett. They still pick it up, and Cook gets a 15-footer away, and it's good. Second bucket by Chloe Cook, and it's the first two-point bucket of the ball game for 
the York Dukes. It comes at the 420 mark, and then Herrick dribbles it off her knee. Fifth turnover here for Amherst, and exchange to extend the lead here for the Dukes. Portwine back between the circles to Burke, running off a couple of screens. They get it back to Cook to the left side. Portwine, three-pointer. Kirsten, it's good. Nine points for the lead now up to eight. 21-13. And if York can continue to shoot the three like this, that's what they can do. Herrick, finally a foul going to be called there on Laney Portwine. She reached about three times before they blew the whistle. And back in, Oreda, John out for Amherst. Back in for York, Hagedorn, and Loosefelt. 3.42 to go here in quarter number two. Only two points in the quarter for Amherst, and they trail it by a score of 21-13. to 13. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Look at the first half stats. We'll recap other basketball. Preview the boys' championship game. Up top with it is Tesmer to Herrick. And another foul going to be called on Laney Portwine trying to fight through the screen. And now that will put Herrick at the line for a one-and-one. She's already three of four at the free throw line in this basketball game. Again, earlier today, Lincoln Northstar beat Kearney 65-50. to The girls are getting ready here in an hour. And a half to play in the Hack semifinals. Herrick misses the free throw. Rebound brought down by Hagedorn. It's knocked out of her hands by Cass, but York is able to hold on to the basketball. North Platte and Elkhorn girls are going to go to overtime in the consolation game down there in Elkhorn. 34-34 is the score in that one for the North Platte girls. Here's another three by Portwine. This time, Kirsten can't get it to go. It's off the heel. Offensive rebound in trouble. Hagedorn throws it off an Amherst player and out of bounds. On the rare occasion that York misses a three, Amherst has to make sure they're getting those offensive rebounds. York by eight on the inbound. They go right underneath. Cast, and it will not go. Rebound brought down by Arredo. A little bit of a break there for the Amherst Lady Broncos. Needing some offense, Herrick drives and throws it at the cameraman. Turnover number six. You'd like to get Herrick just 30 seconds of break to talk to her over on the bench, but Coach Rohr, when the games are close, keeps her in there wall-to-wall. And she is your offense. So Portwine comes across the timeline, stands at the center circle, and just dribbles in place until everybody gets set. Work it to the right side. Hagedorn back out to Portwine. Reverse it to the weak side here to Loosefelt. Skip pass. Herrick saw it. Herrick comes away, steals the basketball. Good crossover on Portwine. Takes her to the hoop. Scores and draws the foul. Kirsten Portwine, I thought once she got beat, would just let her go. But Hannah Herrick now. Chance at a three-point play. And Matt Kern is, again, very upset. Very upset that that foul got called. This was a different official than the one he gave an earful to last time. (laughs) And he's still talking over there. We're going to get one free throw because the bucket did go. 21-15. On the way, and it's good. So a three-point play, and that is 14 of the 16 points here. 
for Herrick, and she assisted on the other bucket to Peyton Cast. 21-16. York, though, still has a five-point lead and works it around this zone defense, trying to spread the floor even more. Now we're going to get a foul called on Josie Tesmer. Slap on the hand over there. Part of that might be in response to what just happened at the other end. So they'll inbound it again. Going to run the too high post, you heard him saying, but haven't seen the post do anything in this basketball game. They've got a couple shots, but not much there. All that is is trying to get these guards open for three-point shots. Kirsten Portwine back against the grain to Cook, 25 feet away, all the way out to midcourt. Get a long possession here for the Dukes. Between the circles, Portwine with it. She's going to dribble at the center circle. Amherst says fine with us. Dribbles and gives it to Loosefelt. Now gets a pass to the high post to Hagedorn. They need to get her more touches. Hagedorn needs to get more touches inside. Get it to the high post here for Mia Burke. Back to the drive of Loosefelt. Kicks it out to Cook. Portwine, great defense by Amherst. York's had possession of the ball for nearly a minute here. High post there. They do get it to Hagedorn into the corner. It's another three, and it's good. Man, oh, man. Mia Burke, his third three, and that's what Class B basketball is. Live and live and live, and Herrick for three at the other end. Will not get it to go, and this is where York's going to get you. Portwine gets the rebound. If you try to answer quick and can't, they're going to milk the clock for the last shot. 45 seconds to go. Oh, I hate this. Just absolutely. York is going to kill basically the last three minutes of the quarter here. And they're, they're going to get away with it because they made the three. Amherst played such great D. York was patient. And they got the good shot and they made it. And Amherst is not going to come out and play man. They're going to let them whittle it down, hope that they can play good defense and not let them score. Come out, try to put a little pressure on Portwine. They go with 12. Burke reverses it over to Cook. Back over to Portwine. A long three. It's short, no good. Rebound. Loosefeld gets it in the corner. And a foul on a three on Herrick at the buzzer. There's one second left. They got the ball to Chloe Cook. Herrick stuck her hand out, and they say made contact with her arm in the scramble to get the shot away. That is the second foul on Herrick. It's also going to allow Cook to shoot three free throws, and she'll probably make them all because she's very good. Top scorer for this York ball club. Boy, it sure changed here in the last minute. Second free throw, good. Ten-point lead by York as they have dominated the second quarter. And the third free throw now by Cook. On the way and made them all. So the hustle results in three points there for the York Dukes. And we go to the half. York outscores Amherst 17-5 in the second quarter of play. Amherst had a quarter like that in the third against Gothenburg. Your score at the half. It's the Class B 7th-ranked York Lady Dukes leading the Class C2 7th-ranked Amherst Lady Broncos 
27-16. It's the girls' championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament on ESPN, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at newschannelnebraska.com. Bring glad tidings with a new 2022 Jeep Gladiator. During the big finish at Tom Dinsdale CDJR, wrap up a Gladiator Sport S4x4 for nearly $8,800 off, plus no payments for 90 days. Or choose a Gladiator Rubicon 4x4 for more than $9,600 off, plus 90 days no payments. We wish you a merry Jeepness at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance the Chrysler Capital offer expires December 31st. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Member FDIC. The holidays are a time to reflect and give thanks. At Aurora Cooperative, we're truly thankful to our members, the producers who feed our nation, and people in service who support the agricultural industry. We're thankful for the communities and families we serve, and we appreciate your trust in our organization. Aurora Cooperative is proud to be part of the agricultural community. We look forward to helping producers achieve success in 2023. Here's to warmth and good cheer this holiday season and throughout the new year from everyone at Aurora Cooperative. And welcome back to Amherst. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, it's York 27 and Amherst 16 in the girls' championship game. Amherst was up 11-10 to 10 at the end of the first quarter. Amherst coaches, like they usually do, spend a little time before they go into the locker room uh, discussing what they need to do, and they've got to find a way to get other people involved here offensively besides Hannah Herrick. And unfortunately, I don't know, you pick your poison with York. They're 7 of 12 from three-point land. You can't expect that they're going to continue to shoot that well, and even Kirsten Portwine is shooting from college and WNBA range and knocking down those three-pointers. So you don't want them to kill you inside, and they've hardly even passed the ball inside. York just very rarely has had the ball in the paint. And uh, when they do, they don't shoot it much. I mean, they've got one two-point field goal in this basketball game, and that comes from Chloe Cook. For Amherst, 14 of the 16 points belong to Hannah Herrick. Well, let's look at what is going on in college football. Maryland gets another win for the Big Ten as they beat North Carolina State 16-12 to and get to enjoy all the mayo in the Duke Mayo Bowl. UCLA right before half leading Pittsburgh 21 to 14. South Carolina has scored first on Notre Dame 7 to nothing 12 minutes to go in the first quarter. Coming up at 3:30 Wyoming will take on Ohio and then tonight it's the Orange Bowl Clemson in Tennessee 7 o'clock, and we'll have it for you right here on ESPN Radio. Well, coming up next, we've got what should be a dandy of a boys' basketball game. Amherst setting at 8-0, ranked second and third in Class C2. York is uh, towards the number 9-10 spot in a couple of Class B polls. They are 5-1. and 
Amherst uh, with a good seven, eight-man rotation. York only suiting up about nine guys because of some injury, but have one of the best players in Class B and Ryan Seavers. He scored 14 of his 20 points in the fourth quarter yesterday to allow York to pull away and finally put away Hastings St. Cecilia, while Amherst was pretty steady in their win over Kearney Catholic, and that game is coming up next. Now, earlier today, it was Hastings St. Cecilia sweeping Kearney Catholic in the girls' game, 56-48, to maybe the highest-scoring game those two teams have played against each other in 15 years. 22 points for Avery Kissinger. She had five three-pointers. 12 points for Tatum Krikak. 10.7 rebounds for Ryan Sabodka. For Kearney Catholic, 14 points from Jenna Cruzy, 13 from Lexi Keim, 10 from London Carnes and Callie Squires had 8 points and 6 rebounds. And again, the St. Cecilia will host Kearney Catholic Saturday the 14th here on ESPN. In the boys' game, St. Cecilia used a big third quarter to help them pull away for a 51-41 win over Kearney Catholic. Again, balanced scoring for St. Cecilia. Hayden DeMuth with 12, Quinn Rosno with 11, 9 for Cooper Butler on three threes, and Braxton Wiles had 8. For Kearney Catholic, 18 points from Landon Adeel, 9 each from Carson Murphy and Owen Axman. Again, we're halftime of the girls' championship. It's York 27 and Amherst 16. We'll look at the first half numbers in a moment. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and Easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. The name Mary Landing Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And Doug Duda back with you on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look at the first half numbers of our girls' game. First off, for Amherst, Hannah Herrick, 14 points, two rebounds and a block shot. Morgan Oreda, two rebounds. Saren Prickett has a rebound. Peyton Cass, two points. And Aaron Murphy, two rebounds. 11 points in the first quarter, five in the second. And at the half, Amherst with 16 points, seven rebounds. Four out of six at the free throw line, two of five from three-point land, one block, and six turnovers. Herrick, the only player, with two fouls. For York, Kirsten Portwine has hit three threes. She's got nine points and three rebounds. Laney Portwine, two rebounds. Chloe Cook, eight points and a rebound. Lauren Hagedorn, three rebounds. Mia Burke, ten points and a rebound. And Josie Loosefeld, a rebound 
and a blocked shot. 10 points in the first quarter, 17 in the second. At the half, York, 27 points, 11 rebounds, 4 out of 6 at the free throw line, 7 of 12 from three-point land, one blocked shot, and five turnovers. York leads it 27-16. to Laney Portwine and Ryland Cast each have two fouls for the Dukes. But, again, 21 points from three-point land and then fouled on the three on the final play of the half, hitting three free throws. So 24 to 27 points directly coming from three-point attempts. And can York stay that hot? Can they stay that patient? Can Amherst force a few more turnovers here? It'll be interesting to see how the game plays out. A couple other scores. Maywood Hay Center girls leading Cambridge at the end of the third. 48-22 to is the score in that ball game. Uh, Northwest girls beat Crete 42-37 to at the Doan Holiday Tournament. So we've got that going for you. And earlier today, looks like maybe we're going to get a couple more. Elkhorn girls beat North Platte in overtime, 40-36. to The final there in the Elkhorn Holiday Tournament. As we said, the Kearney boys lost earlier today, 65-50 to Lincoln North Star. And Hastings High won both their games over Lexington. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm over business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. 27-16 York, the second half is next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Doug Duda back with you here as the second half gets underway on ESPN Tri-Cities. KXPN Kearney, Hastings, KICS, and it'll be the ball to start the third quarter in the hands of the hometown Amherst Broncos. In boys basketball from the Ravenna Holiday Tournament, Ravenna leads Franklin at the end of one by a score of 18-5 in the consolation game. Sandhill-Stedford won the girls' consolation game against Franklin. Driving in Herrick. Herrick dribbles it off her leg and out of bounds. Not the start that the Broncos wanted. 30 seconds, no shot. And now York will walk the ball up the floor. If it stays like this, York will play this kind of a ball game. They'll shorten it and just get out of here with a W. Looks like a... Staying in that zone, trying to set a pick. They do. Portwine, this time the three is way short. Hagedorn is able to get the rebound once, twice, and then score. First bucket of the ball game for Hagedorn. Only the second two-point bucket of the ball game for York, and they lead it 29-16. Herrick dribbles into traffic. Foul or a jump. It's going to be a jump, another turnover. Two possessions, two turnovers here for Amherst, and you can tell that this vibe is not going well for the Broncos. So it'll be York with the basketball. 
And Portwine walks it up here. Kirsten, the original starting five. Kirsten Portwine, Lauren Hagedorn, Mia Burke, Ryland Cast, Josie Loosefeld. Same five for the Broncos as the turnaround jumper is up and in by Ryland Cast. So immediately they go to the two-point bucket. And then we get a foul on the inbound called against Josie Loosefeld. Maybe even before the inbound. That was kind of a quick whistle. So she is going to be tagged for that one. And then the inbound, almost thrown away, went right through Herrick's hand. Saved there by Tesmer. Grace John picks it up. Now she beats the double team. They should have numbers here. you got to do something with this, but Tesmer holds it. Skip pass over to Oreda. Morgan starts to drive. Cut off there. Back up top to Tesmer. Brings it to the free throw line to Oreda. Three-pointer top of the key. Off the heel, no good. Long rebound comes out to Loosefeld. She loses the handle on it, picked up there by Tesmer. Turns and hands it to Herrick. Hannah brings it up with the right hand, dribble on the right side, stops, skips it over to Tesmer. See if they can get Josie going. We get a hand check foul going to be called here on the Dukes. Kirsten Portwine with her second. But Amherst just trying to find a way here, changing their defense, and York hit a couple of two-pointers on them. Here's a long three by Herrick. It's no good. And the rebound going to be brought down by Hagedorn. So the start of this third quarter does not look promising for Amherst. couple of turnovers, and then you take a long three. Kind of feel like you're almost forced into that. And the Dukes lead it by 15. They've almost got them doubled up here. Here's a three by Burke. It's short. Goes right into the hands of Ryland Cass. No good. Partially blocked. Shot that time by Morgan Oreda. And then the whistle as the ball goes out of bounds off of York. Boy, Cast couldn't have fallen into her lap any better than it did. And Oreda was able to slide over there and just get a little bit of a hand on it to help her miss that shot. York bringing in their substitutions here. For the first time, we're going to see Kenley Combs in the ball game. She's a 5'9 junior. They also bring in Cook. Both port wines are in there with Ryland Cast. Trouble getting the ball up the floor, but eventually Amherst did. They're just basically doubling Hannah Herrick, making someone else beat them as the pass is deflected out of bounds. So when you double Hannah, even as good of a ball handler as she is, it's hard to find somebody to get open, get the ball to. Now on the inbound, they'll lob it backside. Got it underneath. The shot spins off the rim for Lash and Cole, and she'll have to shoot two. Nice inbound play, but those have got to fall for Amherst to have a chance here, and that's actually the third foul on Kirsten Portwine, the most dangerous three-point shooter, although they got a bunch of them. At least she's been dangerous today. Free throw by Lash and Cole is no good. Prickett's going to come in. Oreda's going to check out. Loosefeld's going to check in for York, and Kirsten Portline will check out. York just been in the tournament here three years, trying to win it for the first time, and it's going to be banked in. Losh and Cole says, whatever, I'll take the point. And the first point of the second half here for Amherst, but they trail 31-17, trying to put some pressure on. York gets it into the front court to Combs. And a foul at the high post going to be called here on Aaron Murphy. Bodying up there for the first foul of the half. And it'll be York ball 
Underneath the hoop, they'll stack everybody along the free throw line. Break for Loosefelt to throw it in. Right down the middle, Combs lays it up and in. Weren't expecting the new body to get the basketball. And now a reach-in foul going to be called again here on the Dukes. And it's on Laney Portwine, and she has three. So Hagedorn didn't get much of a breather. She's coming back into the ball game for Portwine. And both Kirsten and Laney have three fouls. 4.58 to go here in the third quarter of play, 33-17. to 17. York, Class B school, but getting competition here. Here's a deep three, Herrick. She got it. Hannah Herrick with the first field goal of the second half here for Amherst. And needs some positive to get this crowd into it here. As Cook brings it into the front court, kicks it into the left corner. Ball gets loose. Tesmer dives on it. Well, they didn't call timeout. They just get a jump ball on the arrow. Will point the way of York. So they'll get the ball underneath their own hoop. Cast is out. Burke is back in. Loose felt to throw it in. Probably going to lob it up top here for Cook. Nobody else is open, and so she does. Back into the corner to Hagedorn. Puts it on the floor. Dribbles it off her foot. But that's because a reach-in foul is called on Josie Tesmer. That'll be her second. And the team's second here of the ball game. Again, our next basketball is Tuesday. Carney High hosting North Platte. Carney Catholic will be on the Vibe 98-9 as they take on Minden. That's a girls-only contest. Looking to throw it in again. Loosefelt goes opposite corner. Cook is there for the three. That time it's no good. Rebound brought down by the Dukes again. Loosefelt. And Hagedorn were right there. Lawrence doing a good job of cleaning the glass. But that's a killer. Inside jumper, no good. Rebound brought down by Hannah Herrick. That'll be her third. Up the floor with it, Herrick looking for more. Guarded by Loosefelt, and then loses the handle. Got it over to Losh and Cole. Skip past Tesmer. Guarded by Cook, trying to get a screen. Oh, Cook just shoving through that screen. And they lose the basketball. I'm surprised they didn't call Cook for the foul there. Turnover Amherst. He just drove through that screen. And now Cook at the other end comes in on Murphy. And Murphy with the good defense. Stops it and gets the rebound. Up ahead to Herrick. Two on four. Has to slow it up. Still has the dribble. Comes into the paint. And Hagedorn. Oh, a jump ball. Amherst will get the arrow. 3.33 to go in this third quarter. Amherst only has nine total points in the last quarter and a half. They were up 11-10. Now York leads it 33-20. Alliance boys shut down Broken Bow today, 41-21. The final score out there in the Alliance Holiday Tournament. Tesmer, right-hand corner here. Out for a three. Losh and Cole, no good. And then nobody's going to get it as it goes. Out of bounds. The Crete boys leading Northwest at the Doan Holiday Tournament at the end of one quarter by a score of 12-6. Boys championship game still to come. Remind you that you're listening to high school basketball brought to you by certified Piedmontese beef. Lean, tender, delicious. It's healthy, powerful nutrition to play at your best. Have the best. And order at cpbeef.com. Certified Piedmontese beef. 
Lob inside to Cast. Short jumper rolls off the rim. No good. Again, it's going to be York on the offensive glass. And Hagedorn with her fifth board of the quarter gets fouled. She'll go to the line and shoot two. Losh and Cole with her second personal foul. Losh and Cole, Tesmer, John, Herrick, and Murphy. And the free throw is on the way and good for Hagedorn. Now checking in will be the Broncos cast, and McKenna Rohde will check in for the first time. Losh and Cole and Murphy will sit down. Second free throw on the way, and no good by Hagedorn. Rebound brought down by Tesmer, and Josie will just keep on with it up the floor. As the junior stops and gives it off to Herrick, guarded by Loosefeld here. Uses the ball screen from Cast, dribbles into the double team, and it's going to be taken away here by Hagedorn. Four turnovers by Amherst. And kind of the same problems that Amherst ran into against Gothenburg. That's what they're getting here. So York sets up their offense and hands it off to Chloe Cook. Loosefelt swings to the right wing. They'll bounce pass it to her there. Up top they'll go to Hagedorn trying to get Cook away. But before they can get that, the ball is going to be into the hands of Burke and a reach-in foul on Josie Tesmer, her third. Not a whole lot of action here the last few minutes. It's been pretty quiet. Inbounds up to Cook. Top of the circle against the Broncos, staying in that 2-3 pack zone. Over to Burke. Coming out on her is going to be Rohde. Burke dribbles away. Fires it back against the grain to Loosefeld. Lobs it down low to Cass. Lost her balance. Tesmer makes a great steal. And then a timeout going to be called here by Amherst. They were afraid that they might not get out of the corner. So Amherst will call the timeout with 1.59 remaining in the third quarter of play. It is York 34 and Amherst 20. On ESPN. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Doug Duda with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at the Amherst Holiday Tournament, bringing you the girls' championship game while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. It is 34-20, York leading Amherst here with 1.59 to go in the third quarter of our championship game at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. And we have Amherst with the basketball. Into Herrick, gets by one, gets by two, all the way to the baseline, takes the shot, and going to get the foul call. Two free throws coming. Loosefelt called for her second personal foul. 
Herrick with the only field goal of the half here for Amherst. It was a three-pointer. And the first free throw is up and in for Herrick. She now has 18 of the 21 points. Second free throw, good. So Herrick does get them both. Five in the quarter, 19 in the game, but it's 34-22 York with a minute 45 to go here in the third. Wide open at the other end is Cook, and she's going to get the layup. Amherst overplayed the ball, and once they spotted Cook, they threw it half the length of the court and an easy bucket. Herrick working off the screen, hands it to Oreda. She'll try another three, won't go. Rebound by Cass, tries to put it up once, no, twice fouled. So Peyton Cast, who has the only field goal other than Hannah Herrick, will go to the line and shoot two. Foul will be the third on Ryland Cast, and the free throw is no good. Back into the ball game is Kinley Combs for York. And Cast will check out. So both Port Wines and Cast have three fouls, but even with those girls on the bench, the depth for Matt Kearns, York Dukes, is good enough to keep Amherst from doing much. And the second free throw also misses. Hagedorn will grab her sixth rebound of the quarter, nine of the game. And York will have it in the front court here with a minute 17. <laughs> and if Coach Kern yells out five game, that usually means... Rotate, rotate, rotate. Look for a backdoor layup and just kill the final minute 17 of this quarter. This is for the people that do like the shot clock. This is the only reason I would be in favor of it. Combs with it on the right-hand corner. Being harassed by Herrick, and Herrick finally going to be called for her third personal foul. Fifth team foul here on Amherst. Lash and Cole in. Grace John in. For York, they're going to bring in Laney Portwine. Still 48 seconds to go here in quarter number three. And York's going to make a sub here. For the first time, Sindley Wilkinson will come in. And they'll get Hagedorn another breather. York will come full bore to start the fourth quarter to try to officially put this thing away if they haven't done it already. Chloe Cook brings it out to center court. I'm surprised Amherst doesn't come out considering it's a 14-point game. York's just going to stand there and dribble 40 seconds off the clock. It's not basketball, folks. It's not basketball. 30 seconds to go, but it's the M.O. And now they come running out here at Cook, but she gets rid of it quickly in the corner to Wilkinson. 15 seconds to go. Back out to Cook. Tries to throw it to Portwine. Goes through her hands, and it's out of bounds. So York, at this point, that doesn't even hurt you. You don't want to turn it over, but you took a minute off the clock, over a minute, and leaves Amherst nine seconds into Herrick in the backcourt. Loosefelt. And Cook have done a good job on her. Cook's got her. Herrick off the screen. Step back long three. It's no good. And that's the end of the third quarter of play. Your score, 
The York Lady Dukes, 36, and the Amherst Lady Broncos, 22 on ESPN. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. This York Lady Duke basketball team who made it to the state tournament last year is back here trying to win this holiday tournament for the first time since joining it. And they will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play, leading it 36-22 to over Amherst. Amherst 11 points in the first quarter, 11 points in the next two. Trying to drive baseline. Cast cuts off Loosefelt. Loosefelt loses it out of bounds. York with their ninth turnover. Ten points for Burke and Cook. Nine points for Kirsten Portwine for York. Nineteen of the 22 for Amherst have come from Hannah Herrick, who has the basketball. Even on the clear-out double team, popped Hagedorn in the nose, skips it over here to Grace John in the left-hand corner. Grace drives, gets attacked. We're going to get a jump ball. And the arrow will point the way of York. Right? Amherst got the ball to start the quarter. Maybe not. It's Amherst ball, whatever the case is. 7.24 to go here. Up with it is going to be Herrick. Herrick starts on the right side, drives the baseline behind the hoop to Lash and Cole. Out to Tesmer. Over to Areta. They're trying to get somebody else's shot, but they just passed two wide open, albeit threes up. Herrick right side of the key into the double team again, and They've just not going to give her that call anymore. Turnover for Amherst. Back up to Burke. And it's just a game where you know there's there's just no way Amherst can come back in this one. There is no way that they can come back in this one unless York fouls them a a bunch of times. Portwine up top. Caskets it inside. Hagedorn got fouled. Team fouls are even at six apiece. Don't think they're going to call this on the shot. Foul will be on Peyton Cast. That'll be her second. And back in will be Murphy, John, Prickett. Checking out Losh and Cole, Cast, and Oreda. York ball underneath their own hoop. And Luce felt to throw it in. Looking for somebody to move, and then they throw it right underneath the hoop, and Burke... Lays it in and draws the foul. They've run that play about three times now and able to execute it this time around. 
12 points for Mia Burke, who had three threes in the first half. York was actually 0 of 3 from three-point land in the third quarter, and now they're at a point in the ball game where they don't have to shoot the three anymore. And the free throw for Burke. She's one of two at the line, and now she's one of three. Ball ricochets away all the way out top, and it gets deflected right back to Burke. Another offensive rebound down to the base. Hagedorn kicks it into the corner to cast. Back out top to Loosefeld. Six and a half to go in the ball game. Our high school basketball sees Loosefeld drive and kick it to Portwine. She hasn't shot in a while, thought about it, got it down low, and they'll try to reset it here. Get it out to Kirsten Portwine. Our high school hoops brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. And York's just going to pass it around the perimeter against this 2-3 zone. Amherst is going to have to get out of this zone. I know they don't want to, but they're going to have to. 5.40 to go in the ballgame. And York's just not doing anything. they just thrown it around the perimeter. Almost lost it. And a timeout will be called York to set it up. 5.31 remaining in the basketball game, and the Dukes will use their first timeout of the contest. 38-22, York in control here on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platte Valley Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. At the Elm Creek Holiday Tournament, halftime of the girls' championship, Bertrand and Elm Creek are tied at 20 apiece. As we come back to action out of the timeout here, Amherst is going to break the pressure. They get it down low. Herrick's going to be fouled but can't finish. Two free throws will be coming up for Hannah. The foul is the second of the ball game on Lauren Hagedorn. Team fouls are now at seven apiece. 38-22 York. First free throw is short. No good. Lincoln Northeast leading the Pious Boys. 31-22 half of the hack. Second free throw. No good. Rebound brought down by Kirsten Portwine. And here they go again. 38-22 York. 5.15 to go. And they have come out of that zone. Amherst is in a man-to-man. Tesmer is on Portwine. Down low off the screen to Cast. Knocked out of her hands by John, but she gets it back. Then it's out of bounds off of McKenna Rohde. And now Cole checks in for Rohde. 
And it will be York ball. So they are facing a little different defense for the first time. You don't see Amherst get out of the zone ever, but they have to here. And a long three off the inbound by Portwine. She just doesn't miss. 12 for Kirsten. I mean, she has missed tonight, but there was just no doubt about it. She's back there behind the pro line and just nails it. Tesmer tries to answer and does. Josie Tesmer with her first field goal, just the second player besides Herrick to have a field goal in this game for Amherst, 41-25. to Four and a half to go. York trying to play smart basketball now the rest of the way. Hagedorn has room down the right side of the key. She scores and is fouled again. This time Josie Lashenkohl was on her hip. Hagedorn, one of two at the line. She now has five points in the game. Cook comes back in for Loosefelt. Laney Portwine ready to check in for Hagedorn if she can make the free throw. And she does. So six points all here in the second half for Lauren. Lead back to 19, 44 to 25. It was 11 to 10 Amherst after 127-16 York at the half, 36-22 York after three quarters of play, and now it is 44 to 25. Up the floor, Herrick's going to force the issue down the left side of the key. No good. Rebound, Murphy put up. No good. Got it again. Back up. No good. Trying for a third time, and now we're finally going to get a foul called underneath. And it's going to be a one-and-one coming up here. Aaron Murphy will go to the line looking for her first points of the game. Totally different game than what they had against Kearney Catholic yesterday. Fourth foul on Ryland Cast. A lot more opportunities to get shots away yesterday for this Amherst club. And Murphy's free throw is up and in. Her first point of the game. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats and then get you ready for the boys' championship game between these two schools. Second free throw by Murphy on the way, and that one bounces off the rim no good. Out of bounds, it'll belong to York. Girls' consolation at the Hershey Holiday Tournament. The Donovan Trumbull girls beat Lawrence Nelson 48-30, to the final score. Wide open underneath the hoop is Portwine, but they're not even interested, York. They saw it, and they didn't even want to make the pass. Here's Cook. She will drive, got tripped up, and that's going to be a walk. Yep. If she'd have shot it, they'd have let her go, but she came down and then passed it, and that'll be turnover number 10 on the Dukes. 44-26 York, 350 remaining in our basketball game. Thought we were going to have a barn burner the way it started. Herrick pulls up from 12, no good. Now Hannah can't throw it in the ocean. Got her own rebound, tries to step up and under and draws the foul. Eight free throw attempts so far in the game for Herrick, and she's made six of them. She's got 19 points. And we'll go to the line here to shoot two. uh, Six out of ten, excuse me. And she gets ready to shoot two here. Free throws on the way, and it's in. Just 
Just kind of playing out the string right here. As always, want to remind folks to nominate some great athletes for our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Hannah's had that. You can do that at ESPNSuperstation.com. Second free throw is no good. Hagedorn gets her 10th rebound. We're coming up at the end of December, so in the next couple of days, take a moment, go to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate a boy and a girl from your school for Athlete of the Month. Micah O'Neill, SEM, Hyatt Collins, Adams Central, the current winners. The three-pointer from Hagedorn in the corner is no good. Rebound will be brought down here by Josie Tesmer. Tesmer into the front court to Oreda, looking for three, no good, and then over the back is Murphy. Aaron Murphy with her second personal foul. Rough one today for Oreda. Played so well, had a team-high 17 points yesterday and has been shut out so far in this basketball game. With both teams in the bonus now, we will see a one-and-one coming up for Ryland Cast. Two points. This will be her first free throw attempt. And the free throw is up, and it rattles in and out off the glass. No good. Then Loosefelt tied up underneath with Oreda. Oreda, I think, is going to get called for the foul here. Continuing to hit the offensive glass here for York. So for Morgan, her first. Now it's the 10th team foul. So two free throws coming up here for Hagedon. And it's good. Into the ball game for York. Sinley Wilkinson. Shouldn't be long before we see the benches clear. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Josie Tesmer. And down the middle of the floor she comes, although a lot of the players have already played. There's a handful waiting to get in. Herrick from way out there, 23 feet away. No good. Rebound fought for, bouncing around, ends up in the hands of Kirsten Portwine. Portwine pushes it up the floor here. Gives it off on the left wing to Mia Burke. Burke, left wing, throws it inside. There's Hagedorn, turnaround jumper up and in. York showing here in the second half that they can run a half-court offense, can get the ball inside the arc. They haven't made more than just that one three-pointer from Kirsten Portwine on an inbound. As John lobs it down to Herrick, dribbles behind the backboard, kicks it out top, Colt dropped it, got it back to Oreda, back to Herrick. Herrick, right side of the key, double-teamed, has to fire it over in the corner. Tesmer's got it, three-pointer for Josie is no good. Rebound pulled down by Wilkinson. For the Dukes. As we're down to two minutes to go in the game. 47-27. York steadily pulling away. Hagedorn. Skip pass right side. Last year Amherst just about clipped these Dukes in the consolation game. It was a three-pointer. Portwine missed it. Rebound comes out to Loosefelt. A three-pointer by Burke. It's good. And a timeout will be called here to get some subs in. After Burke puts the icing on this one. 50 to 27, York with the lead. Timeout here by the Dukes, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. 
And welcome back to high school basketball brought to you by Currency Certified Piedmontese Beef. Our friends at Carney Towing and Repair. A little break here because the scoreboard, they gave the three to the wrong team there, so they're trying to get that situated here out of the timeout. Holdridge boys leading Lincoln Lutheran 18-13 after one quarter. Crete leading the Northwest boys at halftime of their consolation game 28-15. Maywood Hayes Center wins their holiday tournament with a win over Cambridge, and they're going to get Hannah Herrick here for a carry coming out of that timeout. So now York with a basketball. Cook with it. Trying to double her. Tesmer out here along with McKenna Rohde. Lob it into the high post to Kinley Combs. Swings it right side to Portwine. Her pass knocked away. Tesmer comes away with a loose basketball. Josie hands it off here to Grace John. John starts to dribble drive. And they kick it back out. Tesmer, another long three. And it didn't hit anything. And out of bounds it goes. One of five in the quarter, four of 16 in the game from three-point land. Tesmer had the one three earlier this quarter, but Amherst has zero two-point field goals in the second half. And now a travel on York coming up against the pressure. Zero two-point field goals in the second half for Amherst. Grace John to throw it in. So, playing the bigger schools. Hopefully this helps down the stretch here, but Amherst was hoping that there wouldn't be this big a discrepancy, especially as close as they played this team last year, who kind of some people think might have been better last year with that run down to the state tournament. Driving, shooting, Hannah Herrick got it off the window, and there is the first two-point bucket of the second half, and Herrick with 22 of the 29. They steal the basketball away. Herrick pulls up for a three-pointer and hits it. And a timeout will be called here by the Amherst Broncos. So five quick ones to help make the score look a little bit better, but we only have 40 seconds remaining in the basketball game. Your score is York 50, Amherst 32. Timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. As we told you last year, York making the tournament but getting shut down by Norris in the opening round. They ended up the year at 21 and five on the season. When we're all done, it's the newest post-game show. So stay with us for the final stats, and then we'll get you ready for that boys' championship. Should be a good one. Once beaten York, six and one, or they are five and one. Excuse me on the season against the eight and O Amherst Broncos, and the crowd should be pretty up for that one. Last year. Amherst finished fourth in this tournament, dropped both of their games, and ended up going to the state tournament as well. Also had that 21-4 record. All right, 40 seconds remaining here as we play this out. Amherst still trying to keep the pressure on. York up by 18. They'll throw it in. Portwine gets it back over to Combs. Combs throws it to the middle of the floor, finds Laney Portwine out of the wing. She'll go to her teammate in Lauren Maddox, who got in there. Maddox kicks it back out. Cook, Cook's going to drive, kick it into the corner. Three-pointer for Combs. She got it. Kinley Combs hits a three-point bucket, 53-32. to Herrick still looking for more, drives in, takes it right to the rack, and scores. 
And no timeout here, justly so, and that'll be the end of the basketball game. The York Dukes are your tournament champions with a 53-34 win over the Amherst Lady Broncos. So three games are in the book. St. Cecilia swept Kearney Catholic 56-48 in the girls' consolation, 51-41 in the boys' consolation, and here in the girls' championship, York over Amherst 53-34. We'll be back with the post-game show from New West right after this. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities as we get ready for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today as we get ready to bring you the final stats of our girls' game. We will start with Amherst, and again, it was... All Hannah Herrick today, she did what she could, and York shut everybody else down. Josie Lashenkohl had one point. Josie Tesmer had a three-point bucket and three rebounds. For Herrick today, she ends up with 27 of her team's 34 points. She also had five rebounds and a block shot. Morgan Oreda, two rebounds and a block. Saren Prickett, one rebound. Peyton Cast, two points and two rebounds. And Aaron Murphy, one point. And five rebounds. 16 points in the first half, 18 in the second half. And Amherst ends up with 34 points, 18 rebounds in the basketball game. From the free throw line, it looks like 9 of 16 is the unofficial number. Three-point shooting after going 1 of 5 in the fourth quarter. They were 4 of 16 in the basketball game. No, let's do one more. 5 of 17 because Hannah made that one in the last second. So 5 of 17. For Amherst, two block shots and a dozen turnovers. Amherst now 6-3 on the season. And up next for the Lady Broncos, they will host Wood River on Tuesday. Thursday, they go to Ansley Litchfield and then a huge one at Overton uh, next Friday. Then they're in the uh, next Saturday, the 7th, they're in the uh, Kearney Basketball Showcase where they take on O'Neill St. Mary's. But that Overton game could be for the conference championship Uh, They are among those leading the conference right now with SEM, Pleasanton, Amherst. It's kind of up for grabs between those four ball clubs. Now let's take a look at the final numbers I had for the York Lady Dukes. Kenley Combs had five points coming off the bench there in the second half. Kirsten Portwine hit four threes. She had 12 points, five rebounds. Laney Portwine had two rebounds. Chloe Cook. 10 points, one rebound. Lauren Hagedorn had all nine of her points in the second half. She also had 10 rebounds to lead all players. Sindley Wilkinson had a rebound. 15 game-high points for Mia Burke. She had two rebounds. Ryland Cast had 
two points and a rebound. Josie Loosefeld, three rebounds and one blocked shot. For York in the basketball game, they ended up with 27 points in the first half, 26 in the second half, 53 points, 25 rebounds. Free throw shooting, they were 2 of 5 in the fourth quarter to finish 7 of 13 in the game. Three-point shooting, incredible. 10 of 19, and even some of the backups knocked them down. 10 of 19 from three-point land. One block shot, 13 turnovers. York now 7-1 and one on the season. Champions of the holiday tournament, 53-34 to 34 over Amherst. York probably won't be tested as much as some, but they will be on the road at Schuyler Tuesday, at Northwest next Saturday, at Central Catholic on Tuesday the 10th, and then at Crete. None of those teams right now are above 500. Well, congratulations to York. We're going to take a break. We're about 20 minutes away from tip-off of the boys' game between Amherst and York for the title. Our college football update. Maryland beat North Carolina State 16-12. UCLA leads Pittsburgh 28-14. Five minutes to go third quarter. South Carolina leads Notre Dame 21-10. Eight and a half to go in the second quarter. Doug Duda saying you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here on ESPN. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.